0: This is music attorney Randy Ojeda. As an attorney, I've helped artists and bands secure hundreds of thousands of dollars in advances, and I've collected even more money in unpaid royalties owed to songwriters and producers. I've negotiated licensing deals, label deals, publishing and management deals, and so much more. And right now, I'm offering a free initial consultation for all artists because I truly believe that all musicians should have access to quality legal services. So find out what my firm can do to help your music career. Head to randyohadalaw.com and book a free consultation now. Welcome to Cigar City Radio. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez.
1: Have you ever experienced so you have legitimate concern for the, the structural integrity of your skull when they drop on them?
0: Uh, I'd like to say I have. Yeah. You know, I think I have experienced that. Actually. I'm, I'm glad you experienced. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's Use good. them as earmuffs. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Our guest on this episode is Tampa-based Afrobeats artist Pusha Preem, described by Randy as the hardest-working artist in Tampa. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I, I have described him that way.
1: Yeah. Preem is selling out venues locally and has charted on the Billboard and iTunes charts in multiple countries. While opening for artists like g Jada Kiss, and UGK. Beyond music, he is known for his philanthropic efforts, actively participating in charity events, and using his platform to make a positive impact on his community.
0: Pusha Preem's for the kids. It's for the children. You gotta be for the kids, man. It's yeah. been our
1: future. Catch Pusha Preem performing Friday, February 16th at Gasparilla Music Festival in Julian B. Lane Park in downtown Tampa. And stream his new album... Heroes eventually die on your preferred music platform.
0: Or get it on Bandcamp.
1: Definitely get it on Bandcamp. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Get in where you fit in, but support the artist, man.
0: Yeah. But still stream. Because, you know, streaming numbers, they help. Yeah, they always help. Yeah. You know.
1: You got to play the algorithm game, babe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So here it is. Pusha a preen. All right. We are with the masked legend, the masked assassin, whatever you want to call him, (laughs) Billboard P, Pusha Preem. How you doing, Preem?
2: I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How you doing?
0: Doing great. Living the dream, man. So you are performing February, Friday, February 16th at Gasparilla Music Festival. Um, And, you know, I want to quickly address the elephant in the room. You were supposed to perform at Gasparilla Music Festival last year, but... The unfortunate happened, right?
2: Yeah, the storm. I mean, safety first, you know. Um, yeah. it was a shame because Run the Jewels was gonna be there as well, too. Um, and we, you know, we wind up making it, you know, taking lemons and making lemonade. We did the um the after party at Lit Cigar Lounge. Um, we performed, everyone enjoyed it. Um, you know, thank you for KP. She got she got us set up over there at the the um the new hotel that's over there, like I think it's Hotel Tampa or the it's, it's right there by, by the by the dominoes but it's, you know the brand new hotel that day that's just remodeled yeah and, you know they gave us a free room They took care of us so it, it wound up working out and it, it was a good team building process too you know Dijanae came here from Texas she flew here Jay Brown was there um you know uh, Fabian was there you know the whole the whole gang was there so it, it was still dope we still made the most of the night.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were really looking forward to your performance, but you know, very happy to see that you are on this year's festival. You know, yet again, round two. Hopefully, there's no storm, no issues, and you can perform without a hitch. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to that performance for sure.
2: Yeah, likewise, likewise. Yeah, I think it's going to go really well, to be honest with you. I think that, um, the stars are online now. We have our, you know, I didn't have dances before, so I have my dances now. Um, we did have a shredder. Now I have my drummer. Before it was an um, Caleb, but now I have my drummer Trev. You know Trev is like you know, the, in my opinion, the best drummer in Tampa and Sarasota. So we have him now. Um, you know we have a, a better bass player. Not to say that Justin's not a great. I love Justin's bass, but this guy is like. He's like funk based, you know, we just want to kind of just make sure that people kind of like recategorize us from like the rap market into like the Afrobeat market or just into dance or reggae because that's that's really majority of what the catalog is. Right. So yeah. I think um, prior to, you know, if you, if, you, if the musicians are kind of limited and have to let the backtrack and do some of the work, then it kind of like makes it seem like um, more like praying with the band instead of being the roots, you know, and I want to be recognized like the roots.
0: Yeah, no, I mean your your band, I mean, I've I've seen you live a few times and uh every time I'm always impressed by the musicianship of the band. So if you're telling me that you're kicking it up a notch for GMF this year, that's super exciting.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. We have um we're doing our, our therapy set. Um this is probably gonna be the last one before I do a new set that we're gonna put together. So um, you know, we you know, now we're gonna take the show to what, like a whole new level now. You know, we're gonna start integrating the light system um bringing the projector on stage so people can kind of like read the words my, my goal is to kind of like the same approach that churches take when they when they have church on Sunday and they have that big concert I want to have that same thing um moving forward for all of our shows so they can just get the experience out of it
0: that's really cool man I uh, I definitely can't can't wait to see that so I, I I definitely want to get into um you know the new music new album Heroes eventually die and and you know talk about uh the therapy set but before we get into everything, I just kind of want to get some background on who Pusha Prime is and who you are, mm-hmm. and and you know, first off, where are you from? I know you're you're not originally from Tampa.
2: No, no, no. I'm I'm from New York. I'm first generation African. My family's from Sierra Leone, from like probably like 17 generations down. When
0: did you move to Tampa?
2: Um, in the in the 2000s, uh, early 2000s, and then um, I left, went back to New York. And I came back to Tampa and officially in
0: 2015. Right on. And and when did you start the actual Pusha Preem project?
2: I would say that was going to be in 2015. Um, In 2009 is when like I was doing it, but I wasn't doing it to this extent. It's more so I wanted to um, just be very theatrical on stage. When it came to the song, so if I had a song about like my heart being broken, I would like dress up as a mummy and then do it like that, you know, because um I'm a huge fan of Michael Jackson and I, I loved how he used to bring the sets to life, you know, what I'm saying like Moonwalker and Thrill and stuff like that. So um from 2009 on, I was with Nova, so it was kind it was kind of hard to do both, you know, because if Nova wasn't in that kind of mood, then it's like I can't really do it, right? right. So. So Those always things that kept in the back of my mind, put on my sketchbook, things of that nature. So when I came here, um, you know, I kind of I wanted to make music anonymously because I didn't want it to uh, uh, break up or, you know, our, our small separation to affect our brotherhood in any way. I saw what happened to the Clips. You know, I saw what happened to all these bands that kind of like split up for whatever reason. And it's always like bad blood, turmoil, people like talk, you know, talk crap and stuff like that. I didn't want that. Plus, like, you know, my kid was in high school, so I didn't want to be the father that was rapping and stuff like that. Um, oh, come on. What's wrong so, with being the father who's rapping? No, I mean, at the time in high school, I just didn't want to have no distractions for her. I just wanted her to graduate, you know? Yeah. And I, and I felt like I was already being selfish, spending all that time in New York doing music and then coming to visit every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, doing it that way. And I wanted to prove that it was never about like you know, Nova's stardom. It was always about the music, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of, of what anybody says. Because people used to say like, oh, you're not going to make it without Nova, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So I was like, no, like the creative always wins because that's why we're doing this. We're doing this to create. We're doing this to, to bring people into our world, you know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, started making these, making a mask to kind of like describe what I was going through um, in life or in music. And then now it just turned into something to where now we do it for every project.
0: Yeah. So, so I mean, the the mask is kind of just a, a way to, to stay anonymous, right? Is that the, that the idea? Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's that. And, the, and it's just an expression of like what I'm going through, right? So some people do it with like a haircut. Um, some people do it with like an outfit or like a scarf. You know, uh, for, for me, I, I do it, you know, with um, with these preems, you know, that people identify as masks. So I just see, for me, it's just like watching preem grow up, you know you know if like he's going through his pubesity, like he's going through puberty in, in one era he's going through his like <clears throat> bedroomness in another era you know now you know then I had you know uh, my grandmother the, and I was like really into Frida so that was you know what I'm saying? I just want to make sure that people can actually like be a part of me um as much as they can sometimes you only get so much when you're listening to the music you know
0: yeah, no, I can see how the, the masks and the and the changing evolving mask can be a a direct expression of that. That's that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So so you know, my first uh, my first introduction to Preem was I think in 2020, um, with uh, with the when Adam and Eve first released, I, I believe, on the album Before I Say I Do. Um, mm-hmm. but for that's me it album. wasn't it's was a great album, great album, but for me, I, I feel like it didn't all really come together, you know, for me as a fan and a listener until Red October. I think that was, for me, the Cream's Real coming out party, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you take us back to, you know, that that release. I know you, you've you had a lot of success with Outside. I, I believe today is uh, Tom G's birthday, the day that we're recording this. And he, you know, was featured on the, the DJ Dempsey version of Outside. So, you know. Was was Red October really like really that that coming out party for you or am I am I off base with that?
2: I would say before I say I do, um, only because it was like the first time the project was not predominantly like heavy rap focus. It was more melodies.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: Red October was just trying to like feel like I still need to do the rap thing because I enjoyed the culture of rap, but then still integrate the melodies as well, too. Um, and then, you know, everything we did for before I say I do was like, um, you know, was me, Vaughn, and Steven, and we, you know, we used to, like, have a group chat, talk about it, move songs around. Then, you know, we brought some other people in as well, too, Angel and Lennon, and then they would, you know, it was, that that one was, like, because I had so many people involved, that's why I felt like it was, like, the coming out, because you had Adam and Eve, then you had Better Than Yourself, then you had They Say They Love You, then you had Party Time, then you have um, Calling Me Back, then you had Activision and, you know, we did Activision during the time where the act, you know, it was like, you know, everything was going on in the city with the Black Lives Matter and Franco and the bottle situation and stuff like that. So everything was just like on point with time. And I read October, Red October just shows like the um, that was like my like, I, I see why you say what you said. That's like my Tampa will win project because I had so many features, you know, I had Indy, Bruce Wayne, um, DTG. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many features from from people in the city that was actively working. So that one, um, you know, but um Quentin and, and Indy Were from Sick of These game. So I think yeah. the diverse songwriting I would say, yeah, would, would be Red right October. But I think the most slept on one is um hate to say goodbye, because that one is just like that's why I was able to kind of like bring in a lot mm-hmm. of the the electric um rage side, which I came to Tampa with. That was like how I was introduced with Yism. And then I was mixing that with like the melody. So I was like, oh, like, I think my purpose is to get signed Cat to Catch Jack. And I'm gonna make a project so that these guys can hear it and then put me on. And during that time, you know, Don Tolliver was popping up, Sheck West and all that. So I'm like, oh, they're looking for people, like here goes my time. Yeah. But this one, um, with um Heroes Eventually Die, I think that's like my most complete, like that's like working with like, like working with a producer. It's like my most in- industry album, I would say. You know, I say industry. I don't mean it like pop or whatever. It's like we sat here, and we created this, we built this from the ground up. These are fresh new ideas. It's not something. It didn't have any intent on me to progress in like the music business. I just wanted to progress as like a musician.
0: Yeah, and I definitely hear hear you doing that on here as eventually dies. So um, I was fortunate enough to be um at a heroes eventually die uh, listening party that you did at Grand Bay Studios. Yeah. And for me that was that was a really mind-blowing event because you know you melded uh the music with, you know, uh, you know just the vibes, the party, but there was also a fashion show there which I was not expecting, you know. So um is is fashion a, a part of a part of what you do as well?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely um fashion plays a huge part it's it's, it you know it it gives us like the um the identity to be able to to work with you know um like a firefighter right like when it's a firefighter it's not like the long jackets it's it's the protective gear so he can actually fight the fire right the boots the the helmet the gloves and those things are needed for an artist like an artist needs to be able to like paint his picture so you know like the the preem hat that's like the canvas, you know. Now I wear the gloves now, right? So the gloves are kind of like the easel, like everything needs to be kind of like put together to be able to like provide like an image, and I think fashion plays a huge part. And I wanted to kind of like give people that experience of just like, to you know, like multiple senses being activated at the same time. So it's like, okay, you're you're hearing this music, but then you're you're seeing this like runway show go on. So now you're getting that experience. And the more, I think you went to the other one too that we did at Symphonic. you? Weren't you hear that one too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've... And that one was more so like the Tiny Desk experience. It's like, okay, live, uh, you know, we're going to go through these albums, live band, everyone gets a piece of paper and you mark whatever your favorite thing is and you're hearing it right there. You know, so the only thing that, uh, that, about that one, why it wasn't as special as the Red October one, is that um, the sound, so, 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 sonically, um, if I was to do it today, it would be like a million times better. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't use like DJ equipment. I would use like the band to kind of do it, but it gave yeah. a tiny desk experience. Like we're in there like drinking champagne, you know, photo booth in the same office that Symphonic like distributes music in, you know what I'm saying? Like, how cool is that? Right next to the Tampa theater. So it's like, I like to, to get these people that like going to Disney, you know, Busch Gardens kind of feeling when it comes to like experiencing something new
0: yeah yeah i um you know as a lot of people who listen know i i used to work at symphonic and you were basically rocking out right at my desk so you know that was uh that was fun to see
2: <laughs>
0: no i i definitely think uh thank you you know your your listening events really pull the whole thing together in general you know i think you do a lot you you seem to do a lot for the community and a lot of. Like community activation so i know you know tampa will win is a big part of your message i mean you know obviously you feel like you've adopted tampa as your hometown now right
2: yeah definitely
0: so what what are some of the other like community events that you've done and the the kind of activism that you've done in the in within the city
2: oh yeah oh so we have our annual shoe drive that we do every year um you know the the venue is going to vary just depending on like schedule and things like that And I try to do an event with every show that I do, Um, just a charity event, just to give back because, you know, all year long as an artist, we're asking for people to spend money with us, you know, so we can showcase our art. So I just kind of want to just give that back to somebody else um, just so we can just kind of keep the community going and not feel as selfish as an artist, you know. I tell a lot of artists, like, we can't feel um, so prideful that what we're doing is, like, benefiting the world. Like, we're just entertainers, right? We're just, like, the escape from reality for a little bit or we help you with a mood and your emotions but we're not building schools we're not you know giving away free imax and things like that we're not doing that you know what i'm saying but what we're doing is still important but don't be so prideful to think that you can't give back you know uh, what people are giving you so um we've done that and now we're working with pdq so we're feeding the children um every sunday we work with foster kids and we just did a PDQ song as well, too. I'll make sure to send you the video when it's done that we just shot. So we're just, you know, just trying to be a beacon and, 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 and really just create like a a, um, a community like funnel to where it's like we're here performing. We're keeping it safe, it cool, motivating people. But at the same time, though helping us. That's fortunate.
0: Oh, I was just going to say for listeners outside the area, PDQ is uh, a local uh, chicken joint uh, people dedicated to quality, I believe is what it stands for. And they're, uh, yeah. you know, they, they definitely, um, do a lot for the area. In addition to, uh, serving a great chicken product. If you're, if you're into that, um, Indeed. So, so, so you're working with, so tell me about how this PDQ, um, collab came to be,
2: oh, man. Um, so we're working with a guy named Fred. I knew him, um, Fred knows me through Jeff. Jeff knows me through the cypher and the Cipher's H. So Jeff used to, I used to play basketball with Jeff. And then um, he got into art and I always like support him when he had like a new shirt or new club. And his partner was um, Fred. And, you know, he just told him, I guess he told him about me one day and then he hit me up. He's like, Hey, I want to do this thing to where you come and you, you know, you see what we got going on at the PDQ. So I went there, they're teaching kids how to like do multiplication, you know, by using football. Um, they were feeding the kids and they were like, supporting these kids that used to be in AAU, and i know how that is to be an aau and you know like after the games you kind of want to chill but maybe your coach don't have enough money to feed everybody so they're just trying to do what they can so sometimes you have to go and like do a car wash or whatever well these kids are so small they can't do a car wash like that so you know um i told him like yo man let me just like let me feed the kids you know what i'm saying like i got it so we fed the kids um and i saw like the light in their eye and i was like hey man anytime the guys need something let me know so, the guy at PDQ over there on Brandon, he was saying, Hey, let me know. If we can help you, you know, do some catering. And that's when I got him to cater for our listening party. So, when he came to listening party, he was like, Oh, like you're like, you do this for real, for real. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't, you know, you know, it's just, you know, it's just working and just, you know, the fans, like the, everyone supports one another. So, it's like that kind of ordeal. So, it's like, Hey, let me know when else you got something else. And then I brought J Nabe. Um, out there, and we did the same thing. And then Janavi was like, "Hey, I want to do a song called People Dedicated to Quality,' and they loved the idea. So we, you know, we did the song, shot the video inside the PDQ, which was kind of weird and cool at the same time. And yeah, now we look—we look to be working with other PDQs that are in Boston, Chicago, and you know, there's a bunch of PDQs all around the area. I didn't know that, so yeah. You know, now we're just kind of, kind of creating this like this thing to where you know maybe PDQs may have a an open mic you know like have like sit live out there and you know play for the holidays so that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to like the same thing that these bars have are kind of um i want them to to um have like the ability to have that same like kind of open sound there because yeah it's a chicken joint but it's like these pdqs are huge yeah they're like you know what i'm saying they're not like small little like burger King. they're huge so they have the spacing for it so why not and they they care about art and things of that nature. I went there and they have the one on Dell maybe has all of our art inside there. Um, They have this like metallic chicken that they made out of like mufflers. So they know what's up. I've So I'm like, why not? Like, well, it's all art. End of the day, whether it's music, whether it's, it's, you know, manufactured art, it's still art. And we have to acknowledge that because that's what's going to keep us going. You know, that's what's going to make Tampa special.
0: Yeah, no, that's a it's a really unique uh, way to get your music out there. I think that's that's impressive. Uh real quick, what's your what's your go-to sauce at PDQ? Cuz I know they're all about the sauce.
2: Mm, right now, I wanna say the PDQ
0: sauce. Oh yeah, the, the yeah, the yeah. OG PDQ sauce is good. Yeah, I love that. And I'm am yeah. a, a big Buffy blue guy too. All about the Buffy, Buffy blue. blue. Spire too. Yeah, yeah. Um but.
2: damn, man. They have um the sweet sriracha sauce is kind of fire too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can we can go down the list of great PDQ sauces. That's for sure. Going back to heroes, eventually die. Um, mm-hmm. I know that the the album is is it. Would you consider it a concept album? Or oh yeah, definitely.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, I did it because you know um, the one prior to it was like a sequel in, in a sense, and it wasn't intentional. When I hate to say goodbye, you know that was like that was tough because you know um, rest in peace, my grandma passed away. So I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna just quit doing music because. I didn't really have the the motivation to um to keep it going so um what helped out with it was that um it's 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 the comfort of the fact that it's like it's 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 there to help everybody with the the morning process like no matter how much you have to play the hero there's, there's going to be a time where like you have to stop playing the hero and you know just you know and 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 accept the fact that like sometimes you got to be the villain so I know the you know, I know the quote that they say is like um Die, be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I do believe that because you know I, I've I've lost so many friends in this business, and it's just like I don't I'm not understanding why I'm losing friends. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm like one of the I'm like top ten of friends. Like I do anything for people. You know what I mean? But it's like you can't help jealousy. You can't help people from having FOMO. You can't save everybody. You know what I mean? So like during the process of that album, right? So I'm trying to get through the mourning process, and then now I'm just dealing with more BS as an artist. You know and um, it was, you know, I feel like i album kind of depict that from like even like songs like Think I Need My God and you know, I don't know what, um, um, I don't know what to do and Kanye kind of Crazy. Like, there's so many things that were just like beating me up on top of the process of me just trying to like really mourn because I didn't even get to during that time, you know. I, you know, we had GMF right after the Red October right after, um, Jada Kiss right after Joel Santana, you know, like we had shows. So I had, I was always on goal, you know, I even had no time to and Angie was pregnant so it was like oh wow it was just a lot going on during that time so now that I like now I kind of accepted it I'm just like okay you know what everyone's hero has to eventually die like that was my that was my mufasa so it just it's like coming to terms with it but then I think about it for everybody whether it's Kobe Bryant um whether it's somebody that has to retire like you know your your heroes are always going to have to like clock out that's what i've learned
0: no, that's a, it's a heavy, heavy thought. Yeah. And, uh, you know, around the same time that the album came out, um, you know, I, I was, I was dealing with the, the loss of my cousin at the same time. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the album really felt for oh, me yeah. like a, a great way to, you know, to overcome that. Like, yeah, like you said, songs, like, think I need my God. And, you know, um, you know, when it comes to you and, and just, you know, all these, all these great tunes that, you know, on the surface level are catchy, you know, really, really well put together, um, tracks but you know have also have this deeper meaning um for you and and, and for the listeners who, who take the time to get to that so um mm-hmm. so yeah kudos kudos to that on heroes eventually die um, and then
2: um, then the skits too like the, the, the skits in there are from my mom and all her sisters which you know that's their mother that you know that, that passed away too so for them it's just like giving them an opportunity to kind of like use some of the quotes that they heard from her so you know um all of them have like like a like a um what are it called? Is it called parables, I think it's called. I think uh, I think it's called a parable. Sure. For the listeners out there, if if you know what it is, definitely comment below. But it's like when you have like the the moral of the story, but it's like in a haiku form for this particular thing. So that's what they mm-hmm. did for each one of the songs. So they heard the songs and it was like okay. And I was like yeah, but make sure that whatever you say that you ended off by saying heroes eventually die. And that's these little like haiku that they wrote for for each one of them. Really cool. Then the deluxe version the wake, you know, so that's 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 what we're going to start doing now. It's just kind of like start turning the um the sets into more of like like a funeral or like a wake, you know what I'm saying? And then kind of like I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to do it with the with the casket and then the dances and stuff like that. But once we figure it out, it's going to be super cool.
0: Yeah. So t- so tell me a little bit more about now. You mentioned early on the therapy set. What exactly is that and what what can fans expect from that set?
2: So the therapy set, um, it kind of happened on accident when we first did it, man. And then um, we just kept it going. So Fabian would do it. And then he already knew what was going on with me. So it's so, so easy for him to ask questions and Adlib. And he's such a good MC, so it just worked out. And, you know, then he, he wound up having to, to leave for the Army and transition to Rome. And then when we did it at the Tempest Project building, we won Best of the Bay for for therapy set. So I was like, yo, this might be something that we can keep doing. You know, like, I didn't think much of it. I just thought that'd be a cool way for me to be like, this This is what this song is about. Because sometimes it's like, you know, well, with our sets, there's so high energy, it's so party, 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 then you don't get a chance to know who I am. And I have to like, what I've noticed, I have to explain to people like who I am because of the mystery, because of you don't know who's behind it. So you don't think that I'm just wearing the mask to be, you know, to, to be stylish. So I have to explain everything um 30 sets until we get to the point to where I don't have to anymore. So um the sets are basically just like going through each song and you know telling people why I made this album called Heroes Eventually Die and how all the songs play together. And then my trouble with like you know um you know um temptations with infidelity, um dealing with pride, dealing with you know past anger and trauma and things like that and then just correlating to one song. So Wild Child plays the therapist, and he does a really good job at it. Like he dresses up and everything as well too. He comes with like a notepad, so right, it's a cool. Right. Like, if, if you guys haven't been to it, well, we have some of it on YouTube, but definitely just come to a show and, and it's something that you will relate to. Uh, I had someone cry at a show once, saying that um that this was something that I needed to hear from somebody else. You know, so I was like, dang, okay, cool. So if it's helping people, then I'm gonna continue doing it.
0: That's yeah, that's uh, really really awesome to you know for some i mean it's not awesome that somebody cried you know but it's it's awesome that you are you know affecting the crowd in, in that kind of way and people are really really digging it
2: yeah you know it's just it's just part of just being a service you know just, just providing the service to people
0: right on and and so you're doing the therapy set at gasparilla music festival
2: yeah yeah we're going to do it like we're going to do kind of like a mix because i want everyone to have fun and chill it's going to be 8 30 so i want to get everybody like like rocking and booming um but yeah, yeah, we're, de- we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna um, bring it out there. If I make any audibles, it's still gonna be just as cool, you know.
0: I've often referred to you on this podcast and on other podcasts as uh one of, if not the hardest working MC um in Tampa, and and maybe the the hardest working artist I know. Period. Um, so uh,
2: thank you, man. I appreciate how, that.
0: How do you how do you keep it going? Like, how do you how do you you know, keep juggling all these all these things that you're doing. It's it's just you're you're doing so much. Like, what's the secret?
2: Honestly, I just I'm just very 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 passionate. And I just feel like I owe it to myself to to just make sure that I get every single person that I come into contact with to at least experience the music. So I feel like I have really good taste in music, and if I have good taste in music and I I suggest them to somebody, they're like, oh man, that was dope there has to be like a million other people that do what I do in the reverse. So I I just want to make sure that I don't miss up on the opportunity to just, you know, just showcase this art. And, you know, on top of that, it's like, why not? You know, like I've gotten this far. So many people depend on me. I have to keep going. You know, I have to keep going. I have to, you know, find ways to, to, to get this to be something that I, that I know is going to be, you know, I know one day we're going to be like a huge artist. I know one day we're going to be may not win, but I know we're going to get nominated for a Grammy. You know, we've already been to the BET Awards as like a guest, but I know one day we'll be performing and stuff like that. So um, none of these things are kind of like since that energy is already in, uh, has entered my imagination. I just have to turn it into reality now.
0: That's that's super inspiring. And I, I I definitely, you know, respect just how much work you put into all this, you know, and. You know the the accolades are already there. So I, obviously we, we referred to you as Billboard P at the beginning. So you've been, you know, <laughs> you've you've hit the Billboard charts. You hit the iTunes charts. So what's next? The Grammys, the BET Awards, the you know. Yeah, that- I
2: mean, I mean, I want to get a um, I want to get one from Apple. So uh, I'm just seeing like the kind of things that well, not Apple. I'm sorry, um, YouTube. I right. want to I want to get a, a YouTube plaque. Uh, and and all these things are just kind of like reminders to, you know, sometimes my mom's just like, oh, you didn't get me a degree. And I was like, you're right, but I got these things that are just equivalent. Like, I can make just as much money as someone with like a business degree, you know, coming out of college with these these accolades that I have. So, um, you know, these are really good songs. You know, shout out to the engineers, shout out to the producers, shout out to the experiences of life that allowed me to write these songs because, you know, they, I, I owe it to them to make sure that I do my, you know, I do my best. I do my hardest in marketing it and getting out to the masses.
0: Well, you're definitely doing something right. Because, I mean, you don't get those kind of accolades um, sitting on your hands, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's God's work. Man. I, like sometimes it's just this right timing and then just listening to him and think things kind of just like roll and work out. And then, of course, just, you know, just sticking to the strategy and stay consistent. That's the key thing
0: consistency yeah is is super important in in this day and age it's it's all about you know i i think jay-z said it um in his grammy speech uh, a couple of weeks ago was uh you know you just got to keep showing up you know and that's that's the key is just keep showing up every day you know every day and then you're definitely doing that you know you're definitely showing up thank you thank you yeah what can you tell us about uh what you're working on now like what's you know i know gasparilla is friday uh February 16th you're going to be you know performing around 8 30 you said but uh what's what's beyond that what's coming up after Gasparilla um after
2: Gasparilla then we are bringing two rare to the factory March 23rd and then um then in April um springtime we're um we're going to be working with Brandon Gomes and we're going to be doing a spring break event then from there we're going to just be traveling and just um, taking a lot of these bookings so this book is in Toronto, in Maryland, and Los Angeles, and in Orlando. So, you know, just, just kind of like just really just diving into our market and then showcasing our talent.
0: Amazing. Any any new music we can look forward to?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we're doing a GMF freestyle that we're going to drop on Monday. Um, I may drop it with our interview that we're having this Saturday with Tone Coupon, um, just depending on because – um. You know, um, we made a you know with a 3D printer we made like a um, like a a Doom pre mashup. So I want to, I I I still enjoy you know hip hop of course that's that's in my veins. That's like the mother and then Afro's like the father, right? So we want to do things to where you know we can put like a monthly freestyle out, but that's only gonna be in this in this Doom type of environment. And then everything else will be more so in our Afrobeat, Afro pop, that kind of kind of genre. So that's like I can kind of just do both. So I I can still get the respect to the artists but not have to keep playing the like, you know, the confusing game. Cause someone might never hear me. Right. And they'll hear outside and they'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean outside? And it's just like, ah, well outside is like, that's what I do. But if you want to know who I am and stuff like that, and my sound, my sound is this. So I'm just trying to just like, just find balance in that. So, um, other than that, like, yeah, every month we're going to be dropping a new video from the album. We're going to continue dropping content. So, you know to stay tuned and you guys are going to be in for a treat you know have a great team and they you know they schedule us out for the whole year so we got to have a lot
0: coming so where can people find you if they're looking for push supreme online oh
2: they could just google p-u-s-h-a-p-r-e-m-e we have a bunch of stuff on the web that they could check out um, i always recommend youtube for people if you want to kind of see it for yourself There's shows on there um music videos on there as well and, and interviews like these are on there uh instagram is that's the the app i use the heaviest not too much on Twitter or TikTok or things of that nature, but um, it's, you definitely find me on there as well. too. the team works those accounts, so uh, I'm mostly on Instagram when if anybody wants to you know work or you know if they want us to kind of do any collabs and uh, partnerships things of that nature. So you know I'm, I'm always looking forward to doing it. You know we, we did the beer collab with Zydeco. Um, we work with a company named Flippin' Fry, so we're going to be designing their boxes and then doing a, an event with them as well too. So you know uh, if you guys Google me. I'm I'm almost positive something positive is going to pop up. (laughs) Three Ps.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, uh, final thoughts. What advice would you give to, you know, an up-and-coming artist in the area, up-and-coming artist in the scene um, who's just starting out?
2: I would say, um, make sure you get your business right. Um, Stay focused. Stay consistent. Write out your plans and build a team. If you do that, you should be successful. Um, because and if you can, just, just get an accountability partner for me is my wife and um, my, my best friend Nova, in my group chat. So they keep me accountable with everything. If I say I'm going to do something, they're on my butt to make sure I do it. So, um, that helps me stay focused, it helps me not deal with BS. Uh, my team helps me with just like congregating events and things of that nature. And you know, the team keeps the visuals going, you know, hey, content days this day, like last night, you know, I, I wanted to see, okay, guys, can we write a song, record a song, edit a song, mix the song and shoot the video and have it ready in two days. And that's what that's what we're doing right right now. So if we can do that, yeah, right. It takes a lot of people to do it, but not, but we did it. So, you know, now it's like, okay, we can do that. Then we should be able to kind of create on the spot and be able to take advantage of any kind of um, current event that happens. You know what I'm saying. So if something happens, you to tell the president or something, we should be able to speak about those moments right then and there. Like right? we have to, we have to be be faster, quicker, and be able to produce the same quality. So that's what that's what um, I'm holding the team accountable for this year.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely think that's a good point about team building. I think in this in the music industry, people don't realize it. It really does take a village, man. It takes a lot of people uh, to make this this music stuff happen. Um, so. Big facts. You know, you've definitely known that from the beginning. I, I know a lot of people on your team and they're, you know, they're all just as passionate as you are about whatever it is their craft is or whatever it is that they do. So um, shout out to to Team Preem, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> appreciate it. Well, thanks so much for, for joining us uh, today. We really, really appreciate the time. Um, oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, be sure to catch uh, push a Preem February 16th at Gasparilla Music Fest. Uh, follow him on
2: cigar stage 830 mm-hmm.
0: cigar stage oh there you go oh, no, i'm sorry i
2: uh, not cigar i keep saying cigar robert city stage the, the robert
0: city, city stage. stage okay i was gonna say if there's a cigar stage we will be we'll be in on that Well, um,
2: cigar afterwards man when we celebrate
0: yeah we'll celebrate i i will be there um you know i'm look, very much looking forward to it we'll we'll talk again um on the record at gmf so um stay tuned for more push supreme action um let's let's finish this out with a with a Tampa will win. Tampa will win
2: Tampa will win you guys feel like you mean it. Tampa will win there you go that. <laughs> that's the best I could oh, do
0: man. right now <laughs> it's uh yeah Tampa will win man I, I appreciate Tampa your time
2: anytime thank you cigar city make sure you guys like subscribe and share with a friend
0: my train of thought. Now I'm just thinking about eating PDQ.